0: Peeps, we've got an issue, okay? It's getting cooler in the world. And I don't mean cooler sunglasses on, and I don't just mean cooler in my domain, right? My house is freezing. But I mean it's getting cooler and colder. The weather, the temperature is dropping in the world, okay? Now, why this is dangerous is that it's not September yet, all right? Now, we know I love fall more than anybody. When the pumpkins and the spiderwebs and the crinkles of the leaves, like, I... It is still August, okay? So while the world is suddenly trying to transition into my favorite time, I need to relax. Dial it down. And that's what I'm trying to do with just dressing a little bit more beachy, okay? A little bit more vacation-esque, okay? So put on your linen shirts, the sunglasses, and just embrace the summer while you have it. Because I need to be feeling what I'm feeling when I'm feeling it. And right now, it is summer. Live in the moment that you have and then embrace the fall and the colder weather once it happens, okay? But for right now, if you're like me, stay strong, okay? Stay strong. Put on some swim trunks. Put on some beach boys. Grab your surfboard if you live near a body of water and just live in the moment, all right? Now, if I'm not going to break it, then you shouldn't either, all right? (laughs) That's a word to everybody. We're staying strong this August. I'll see you in the episode. We cut? We cut? Hello, pumpkin spice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Now good time. Always good Peeps, welcome back to an all-new episode of Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris. <laughs> and I am so happy to be here with you guys today man what is going on in the world how are y'all done okay now i'm just gonna tell you something right now okay you want to cut to the chase you want to get down to the brass tax even all right whatever that freaking means i don't know what the brass tax is but let's freaking get down do it you know what i'm saying um for the past four nights this is something i'm genuinely concerned about for the past four nights i have woken up with a dead limb okay now, what is a dead limb, right? A limb is your limbs. And when it's dead, it's what? Not alive. So, you know when you fall asleep on your hand or your leg? You Maybe you're sitting on the toilet for too long. You left butt cheek. goes numb. That's what it is. You feel a little TV static. and You're like, ah, wake up. There you are. That's what's going on with me, okay? But it's not just like a 15, 30 second, oh, breathe a little new life in you, okay? I wake up around 3 a.m., again, Multiple nights in a row now. And I wake up in a panic and my arm is dead. And I'm going, huh? No, no, okay, come on. Let the blood come, let the blood come. Air, life, let breathe. Right? And you get a little um flustered, you know, because it's like, sure, this happens occasionally. You fall asleep on your arm in a weird way and it's dead. But usually it comes to so quickly that when it doesn't, you start freaking out. So these past couple times it's lasting minutes okay now it's happened enough times in my life that I should know yeah it's gonna come back all right I'm sure I'm not gonna lose a limb over it but uh I tell you what when seconds tick by and my arm is still dangling right here I'm slapping it up against the counter I'm sticking it under the sink come on come on breathe darn you and nothing's happening you start freaking out okay okay And I don't know what this is. It's happened to both my arms. Happened to my leg the other night, okay? I don't even know if, like, I'm sleeping with my leg up beyond my back. How does that even happen? I don't know, but it's scaring the crap out of me. So, (laughs) I have trouble falling to sleep regularly. Now I'm scared to fall back asleep because, like, I don't want it to happen again. And then to fall asleep after it happens when your heart's racing. Look, I don't know if you've ever... Almost lost a limb, almost stuck into a boat propeller or a blender or what have you, whatever kind of dangerous activities you guys are up to on a day-to-day basis, I'm not here to judge, but whatever it is that you almost lose a limb, that kind of, oh, I almost lost you, freaks you out, alright, and you're kind of up, try to go to bed after that, alright, go right behind a boat, that thing's spinning, and you go, oh, trying to go to sleep after that, it's not working, so... It's just so freaking scary, and I don't know how to stop it, okay? So if anybody has any tips, I'm like, I'm trying to just sleep so still, all right? And it's already hard to fall asleep again, but imagine trying to, like, choreograph your sleeping routine. I just, I need a, a straitjacket I need to strap me down like I'm in the insane asylum and just go, okay, this is it. Sleep, 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 because I don't want to wake up like that anymore. I'm scared of losing limbs, all right? I confess. I admit it. It's been a lifelong fear of mine, dude. There was one time we were in a gas station and, you know, like how gas station people are. They just have random stories. So I walked into this gas station to just get some Cheez-Its. And the guy's like, dude, the guy who came in before you, he had his son and he was limp. And I'm like, okay, can I just get the things?" like, yeah, so apparently he was like in a snow accident. I'm like, oh, and now you're like, okay, you're going to do the whole thing now. So he tells me about how this kid was trying to... Clear the driveway for his father, and he didn't know how to work the snowblower. And somehow he tripped and he lost an ankle. He's like, and the kid was so cool about it, too. He's like, Well, not gonna walk again, but whatever. I'm like, Oh, uh, what? What are you even talking about? And that scares me. But I always think about that every single time I almost lose an appendage. I think, How is that kid so cool? Because I'm freaking out. He's like, Yeah, no, it's probably one of the coolest kids I've ever seen. I'm like, Do you even realize you're not going to have an ankle anymore? I'll send that to the kid. I'm like, what? can you please ring up the food? Um, So I think about that all the time, man. And what is funny is, though, in the middle of the night, the logic that you think about isn't really like I'm going to lose an arm. It's like middle of the night, no filter, quick pass. Like, how am I going to put a shirt on? how am I going to play cornhole in the future, you know, I'm right-handed, I can't be learning a whole new way to throw the back. what's this about, you know, how am I going to drive stick shift, you know, the quick little thoughts, they're so shallow and, and meaningless, but, you know, that's what I think about, I guess, in the forefront of my brain, I go, oh my gosh, I'm going to be, like, trying to swim through a sure what's going on, I can't, I can't lose you, I can't, and it's so terrifying, man, and Again, dude, you shouldn't be able to lose a limb. I don't think it's possible. Actually, you know what? Let me look that up real quick. Has anyone lost a limb from sleeping on it? Hopefully we get the right answer. It is possible, but unfortunately not too common. That is not the answer I was looking for. Uh, people have told me my whole life that it's not possible. I did Easy Google search. Okay, (laughs) so I'm already freaked out by just the regular occurrence. (laughs) How am I supposed to fall back asleep now? Alright, so I go through this whole thing. I'm trying to wake up my arm and now, now part of me gets to go, Yeah, it's it's not too common, but it's possible. why is this happening to me, dude? So, again, if anybody has any tips, let me freaking know. I'm scared! I know I can't be as cool as this 12-year-old kid who's trying to plow the driveway. I don't wanna be a gas station story, man! Gosh. Oh, dude, if there's just something so scary about somewhere you're supposed to have feeling it and then you having none, right? I'm supposed to be feeling the feelings, but I'm not feeling anything. So Yeah, I'm terrified, but what are you gonna do? You know, it's just a really um I'm looking for another word other than traumatic, but I think that's the word that fits best. It's traumatic, okay? I have full range of motion, okay? I got control. You see this? This is the most athletic thing you can do in terms of displaying, you know, that you can move. I'm just washing the windows. um, But, yeah, it's just, I don't know how to get over it, man. And, I again, I'm on a streak right now. I don't want to wake up again and go, no, 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 no. Dude, somehow I know I'm going to fall asleep with both my arms under me and get dead. I'm going to wake up like this. <sighs> like trying to like bend my back. I'm like dolphin around like hopping. <laughs> Dude, I look like an idiot, but I'm like on the verge of tears, crying and sweating and just praying desperately that I didn't just lose my arms in a sleeping accident. You know how embarrassing that is, too, on top of all of it? That the story, the headline reads, Sleeping Accident. You got into an accident while you were unconscious? How clumsy do you have to be to get into a sleeping accident? Ah! And the sucky part is that it keeps happening to me, and I know it's possible now that I just, if the odds are not in my favor, Oh, Lord, I pray you bless me and protect me throughout this night. Amen. And and, and anybody else who else (laughs) is struggling, dude. So anyways, man, that's my immediate life. That is my current circumstance and situation that I'm trying to battle through. That's my adversity. You know, other people deal with some very tragic and and hard things, disasters that you need to overcome. (laughs) My TED Talk is just all about me trying to deal with sleeping on my limbs. And I can't stand it, dude. It scares me. It scares me. Um, So let's move on from that, dude. Because I'm going to be thinking about that and overthinking about it all night. So what else is going on? As you can see, I'm looking pretty fresh to death. And I'm, I'm having the sunglasses on right now because I usually sit around with the lights on when I come down here. But if I don't do that, then I'll have sunglasses on because the lights are so freaking bright that I'll be like, Hey, guys, hey!" And then, you know, I want to be able to look at you and maintain some good eye contact. Now, surely you can't tell I'm doing that, but trust me, I'm doing it. But anyways, yeah, dude, I've been looking super good, man. I've been getting a lot of compliments on the new fashion choices. And it's great. You know, it's nice. Someone really, really, really important to me recently told me, I believe his exact words were, You are looking more handsome every day. Can I just say something? You are getting more handsome every day. (laughs) What a sweetheart. Uh, (laughs) So stupid. But yeah, man, I have been getting a lot of compliments. And you know what's really interesting, and and I'm going to be transparent here about it, is that these kind of shirts, you know, these regular, you know, things I'm getting compliments on, these fashionable choices. I don't know how fashionable they really are, but to be completely honest with you, the only reason I am even getting these in the first place, as I got this for the beach, okay, I got this to, you know, go and play in the sand and look, you know, kind of beachy. But the reason I got it was that (laughs) more often than not, 99% Ninety-nine percent of my attire is Looney Tunes, Cartoon Network, Tom and Jerry, SpongeBob. You know, and I genuinely treasure <laughs> these clothes. I love them. You know, they're they're precious to me. So I keep buying these types of clothes because I just don't want to stain the clothes that really matter to me. You know, I'm I I don't want to get sand on my good stuff. This is fine. I can throw this away or whatever. But what's so funny about it is that. I keep buying clothes like this almost to act as if like it's a bib. You know, it's a decoy. I don't want to get grass stains or mud or dirt anywhere near the clothes that matter to me. But I start wearing just regular clothes because I want to keep them safe. And people go, oh, my gosh. Mr. Hollywood, huh? And I don't know if it's because it's the clothes or if it's just because I'm not dressing like a toddler, you know, like, I was like, hey, cartoony cartoons, you know, and I love them because they represent me and my personality and, and all that goes into it. This, this isn't who I am, you know, I'm not style, Mr. Suave, Mr. Smooth. Sure, I pull it off, but I don't know what I'm doing. This is just because I can't, I can't fathom dressing up my Daffy Tuck shirt. Um. So, yeah, it's really interesting to get comments on something. I think that's just because I've lowered the bar so far and they go, is that? And a shirt for grown-ups? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it is. So, I'm getting used to this newfound respect in the world of style. And, again, I don't even know what style is, okay? But I know it comes from within your wallet. You got to pay to look good, man. Money looks good. Um, not this, though. This kind of stuff I wear I, it doesn't cost money. This whole outfit, man, and the show's included. Freaking was about $36, okay, so it definitely doesn't cost me any money, but again, I think it's just the baseline is so low that they go, wait a minute, where are the stains at? Where are the cartoon characters? This is presentable. He looked, ladies and gentlemen, he looks presentable. 10 out of 10. Um So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm enjoying it quite a bit, man. Um, All right, I think I'm ready to get these freaking things off. Now, what is funny is that I I just got this shirt last night, right? And when I put it on, I kind of left it like unbuttoned, except for like a two. And I'm just trying to feel out the beachy vibes. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to experience what's it going to look like in the beach atmosphere. Let me role play here, okay? This is a dress rehearsal for beach attitude and beach attire. But (laughs) I... Had to leave the house, okay? And I had to go to the ATM. So while it was unbuttoned and I ran out of the house quickly, I thought, I'm not getting out of my car. No one's going to see me. It's kind of unbuttoned and it looks pretty douchey, but whatever. I'm not getting out of my car. After I go to the ATM, I realize I'm out of gas. So I zip over to the gas station and I forget about the shirt at this point. So I get out and I'm putting gas in the car. And as I'm doing that, I look down, freaking unbuttoned. I go, oh, crap. Probably do this up. But... I had gotten this shirt eight minutes ago, all right? Now, look, I, again, this is just basically a bib. It's free to be stained and get sand and dirty and muddied and whatever. But eight minutes, I was like, I want to get something out of it. And I've got my new gas hands, you know? I'm a stain I stain things easily. That's what I do. If you trace my family lineage back far enough, I'm sure we invented the polka dots. Because it's just like, hey, <laughs> uh, fashion, huh, huh? You know, we stain it all. Right? it looks good. So I... <laughs> Left it unbuttoned now to set the scene. It is the nighttime, it is raining a little bit. Um, and it's in Ohio, so to be dressing in a way as if I'm out of Miami and my shorts with the sunglasses hanging off the second button, chest out, all of it, it's it's super douchebag, but also crazy, you know. And you've seen the kind of people that wear outfits into the night, it never looks good, so it's. A good thing that it's dark out. Um, but I have my gas hands and I was like, you know, what? I'm going to get back in the car. I'm going to go back home. I'm not going to touch it. Everything's going to be fine. I leave the gas station and I kid you not. A policeman right behind me. Here we go, baby. The tension and the stress you feel. When the cop gets right behind you, now, I had done nothing wrong. Seatbelts on, headlights, I'm driving the exact speed limit, dude, and it looks like you could pass the freaking exam. You're like, okay, left blinker on, tick, 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 get over, check the mirrors, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, you know, I'm doing all the things right because I'm scared, right? You're trying to be so perfect, please don't turn the lights on, please don't turn the lights on, maybe this cop is just going to Wendy's. He follows me for like a minute, Okay. And at this point, I'm like, I got to know for sure if I'm about to get busted. I move over to the left lane, tick, 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 right before I move, whoop, whoop, got me. No, dude, the tension, the pressure, the heat rises even further, man. I don't know what I'm in for. I know I haven't broken any laws, right? I haven't broken anything, but it's kind of like getting called into your parents' room when you're younger. Tristan, can you come in here for a minute? Uh, um, um, are th- you racking your brain to do anything wrong? Was it a miscommunication, misunderstanding? What did I miss? What did I miss? I, I didn't do anything wrong, but I know! I'm doomed! You know, there's just so much fear that happens. You know, I'll be playing with my friends. Like, alright, peace out, guys. It's over for me. What? What happens? you break the rules? What's going on? No, I just... It's over. It's over. Forget about it. Peace out. I won't be seeing you guys for a couple months. I'm grounded, you know. So there's so much just fear and anticipation of something that I didn't even do. You just know that somehow, someway, I'm in the wrong. Now, sure enough, when you would go into your parents' house, they'd be like, "Hey, uh, good on you for emptying the dishwasher without anyone asking. That's uh, that's real cool. I'm proud of you, son." You're like, "Oh, holy crap!" <laughs> you know. Um, so I get pulled over by the policeman, and <laughs> he he walks up to my passenger window, and it's dark, and I'm like flustered, so I'm hitting all the wrong buttons, and every single window but the one he's trying to knock on. Hey, excuse me, son. Um, so I finally talked to him and he just tells me that I have a taillight out. I didn't do anything wrong. Just a taillight. But we go through this whole rigmarole and he goes on his way. Didn't get a ticket, right? How sweet is that? But what was funny about it is that, again, I had the gas hands. I never did it back up. So as soon as he walks away, I look down. Stomachs out, sunglasses, nighttime raining. What am I looking like? You know? You have to think about the way that you present yourself. Put yourself in the cop's shoes. You pull the guy over for the taillight, you're like, hey, how you do?" What are you doing? You know? Like, yeah, it's raining. People wear stupid stuff all the time, but why does he look like at the beach? There's not a body of water near us for miles and miles and miles. Shirts undone. Sunglasses at night! What's the deal, dude? Look, is it the craziest thing? But imagine you pull somebody over in the desert, and they're wearing a raincoat. Huh? you got questions you know what I'm saying so I would have if I was him done a freaking sobriety test you know have like dude you on drugs what are you been drinking what's the deal with all of that right it doesn't belong um so dude I was I was nervous about the whole thing but I couldn't help but laugh also after he walked away so imagine you pull the guy over I'm just like this and then I'm like okay thanks have a good night peace and they go pull it out and I look down and go ah! <laughs> he laughs as he drives away. What an insane look, man. I try to always look back at how I'm being perceived in life. And that one, that one is gonna be um embarrassing <laughs> for a while, dude. They say hindsight's They say hein, hein. <laughs> They say hindsight's 2020. But uh hindsight's usually just pathetic and you feel bad. Um so that's what's going on with me, man. And <laughs> Been doing a lot of editing for the podcast. Been great on the clips, guys. So you can always check out the shorts and the reels and everywhere else. Again, it's a lot of editing, a lot of posting, but hopefully it's worth it. What is funny is, though, I look through a lot of the clips and there's so many times where I'm like, man, this this probably isn't a show for vegans. You know, like a couple of am like, man, just took down a whole pound of ham. First try one pound like holy crap and i talked about dude took out a whole gallon of milk with these can't wait to drink some more milk give me some cheese give me some meat give me some beef like dang sorry vegans i mean i'm not gonna stop doing what i'm doing but i'm just saying if anyone's vegan out there like dang this is so rude of him you know surely he's ruining the planet but he could at least not brag about it um but you know what if if not me then who right if not me then who what a great excuse to just do anything. It makes zero sense. If not me, then who? Then nobody. What are you talking about? Then don't. I love that phrase for some reason. Anytime something happens. If not me, then who? You know? Someone's gotta get pulled over with their shirt open and get embarrassed by the police. If not me, then who? Who's gonna do it? <laughs> um, so anyways, that's been great. I <laughs> traded vehicles with my brother recently, and let me tell you what. He had some complaints, okay? So <laughs> my, my brother needed my car for his wife. I don't know where she had to go, but look, it doesn't matter. We traded vehicles, and um, so I was not aware of this, but he was constantly updating my dad on how bad my car is, so I'm hearing like secondhand reviews. My dad's like, "Open up the newspaper. Oh my gosh, dude, yeah, your oil's low, temperature gains. check engine light, the rims aren't clean. What is this dust everywhere? Like, what the frick? What is he telling on me? What's going on?" So I'm just hearing the rave reviews of failure, um, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, what, the, what's, what's going on?" You know, I gave the car, and now he's just gonna, he's just gonna brag about how awful I am, and. You know, so I was going to make a joke about that. But the reason, I guess, is that he wanted to illustrate all the problems was because he freaking fixed everything. Took care of the trunk, the oil, cleaned it out inside, outside. I'm like, what? He's, uh, you know, <laughs> I was going to go to battle. You know, I was going to start complaining about his truck. I was like, yeah, it's up in the chamber. How about this? He's got like 18 car fresheners on the stick. What are you hiding? Okay, nobody has that amount of scent unless you're trying to mask something. So when I hopped into his truck, I'm like, well, surely he murders people. You know, what else is, what is this? What's this all about? Um, And, you know, I would have looked for something to complain, but you know what? He brought the car back in way better condition than I could have ever asked for. And I tried to pay him for it. He didn't even accept it. What a stud. Plus one for the Sartor's family, mostly him. But, you know, I'm riding on the coattails of that. Uh, It was really great and grand gesture, and I appreciate that. So if anybody is having car troubles or you just don't like the smell, um, let my brother (laughs) rent your car for a bit, and he'll freaking deliver a spiffy new product. So that was pretty sweet, man. Lots of driving, I've noticed. Lots of driving topics we're covering, because I just realized I have another one, dude. In our area, my church... They have little circle, little sticker badges, little bumper stickers you put on the back of your car. And what is supposed to be a great little community badge, hey, one of my people, hey, I know them, hey, they go to the same place I do, has become more of an identifier for awful drivers in the area. Okay, so more often than not, people are swerving in and out of lanes causing dangerous traffic situations. And I'm like, holy crap, this is the worst driver of all time. And they pass by, and what do I see but my church's brand. Okay, so this is a message to all the Christ-following individuals in my area. Tighten it up, all right? If you're going to wear that thing like some badge of honor, this is the church. It's like the church of, of, of bad—the the cop pulled me over. You should be pulling all you—my church is just a community of terrible, reckless driving. So I keep seeing them every freaking time. I almost get hit by somebody. They turn right. I'm like, oh, I'm going to. What the heck? My, one of, what is this? What is this? So, you know, we have a lot of connect and prayer groups. You know, you can, of course, prayers for the church. And I highly recommend. Okay. And if the if this message can get to the pastor, I'd say that hopefully you can pray over the. Congregation, am I saying that? Congregate, 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 the people of the church (laughs) to bless them with better and safer driving standards, Um, because it's out of it's out of control. (laughs) So that's always great. Speaking of church, dude, there's more driving and more church than ever. So, I saw a job posting, right? And it was kind of like a too-good-to-be-true little situation, but I wanted to inquire about it, right? My, my father had shared it. It was someone from our church was posting about it. And I go, oh, not super interested in getting a different job right now, but this sounds pretty interesting. I'll check it out. So I messaged the lady. I'm thinking this is a family friend. They go to the church. Surely they're bad drivers, but, hey, I'll check it out. I talk to the lady and she's kind of like weird. I'm like, "You know what? Maybe it's just a different generation. She's not great at texting. Whatever. You know, I'm just kind of giving her the benefit of the doubt." And I'm asking about the job. I'm like, "So, what is the, what is this? What do you, what do you do? What what has it happened? Like can am, am I qualified to do this? Can I ask more? Can we do an interview or something?" And she's like, "Yeah. Um so if you'd want, we could just apply you to the position." And then if you get accepted, then we can actually go about taking the role. But first, we can just make sure that you are actually accepted and we can verify you're not a criminal and whatever. So can you send a photo of your driver's license? And I go, interesting. But perhaps her driver's license has been banned or suspended because, like I said, all the drivers are terrible. But I thought, you know, this is a family friend, not just a churchgoer, but a family friend. So surely I can trust this person. Fine. Even if she's weird or sketchy, which is kind of how I'm feeling just because you're not great at typing. Bad texters just come off sketchy. And you have to understand that if you're bad at texting, you can, it's not just like, oh, you're not great at technology. It's perceived as you're a bad person. You know, it like just looks like you're up to no good. OK, dot, dot, dot. Sounds cool. Whatever. Fine. Hi. Thanks. Bye. You know, when it's this simple short to the point, it's it comes off dangerous. But anyways, I sent the license. Okay. And then things kick up a notch. Okay. So she starts avoiding all of my questions. I'm like, okay, so can we talk about the job? Can I call you? Can we interview? Like, what is it? Okay. Like I still haven't gotten any answers. I'm like, so do I need the resume? What's the line? What am I going to be doing? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Send your social security number. I go, no. I won't. It's like, no, you have to send it so we can verify that you're not a criminal. We have to do a background check. I'm like, Google me, okay? No, <laughs> like, I don't want to do that, you know? Could I, like, FaceTime you or something? Do it so you don't have a photo of it? Like, I don't I don't feel like doing that. Um, and then she gets kind of aggressive. We we're going to send you. We're not going to be comfortable. Like, I'm going to steal your freaking thing? I'm like, no, it's just, I don't know you you're a bad texter. I say that verbatim. <laughs> I was like, you're just kind of not great at texting and it's coming off pretty weird. So could you just send me like a formal application if this is what needs to be done instead of me just sending you my personal documents? <laughs> so they don't like that. And then she goes me and I'm like, hey, can I get a thing? Um, so I leave it alone. And then I, I contact my mother and father. I'm like, hey, by the way, your friend sucks. And they're like, yeah, I'll contact him about it. They contact the friend. Friend goes, that wasn't me. She was hacked, dude. She was hacked, which means someone was trying to hack me, dude. Someone was trying to get my information, and now they have my driver's license. So now they know, somehow, if you punch that into the system, that I've been driving around with my shirt undone, okay? But uh, luckily, I didn't give them my Social Security, and I don't know what you can get from my driver's license. Now they have my height and weight, so... Do whatever you want with that, okay? Six foot one, 185 pounds. He's getting lower, baby. He's, that diet is going well. Um, but dude, yeah, so I can't believe I almost got scam scammed. All right, dude, to get scammed by a scammer is one thing, but to get scammed by a, a bad driver is another. So, luckily, it wasn't her because I would have felt even more embarrassed if she got that out of me. I'm like, dude, no chance. All right, if you can't follow the rules of the road then I can't trust you at all. Um, So, yeah, dude, a lot of scammers. People get hacked often. And you know what's crazy about it is that even though I never actually contacted this woman ever, I didn't even talk to the real lady, I still don't trust her. Her identity has been skewed. So if I meet her, I'm like, yeah, Alexa, uh, you're pleasant, you're nice, we've never actually had a bad exchange before, but... I've met your dark side, okay? I've met the evil you. And also, the fact that you got hacked just doesn't feel like your security is all that great. I've never been hacked. What's the deal with all the hackings? How weak is your password, okay? Is everybody just doing password the year they're born? Tighten it up. So anyways. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude, the scams are out of control, man. I recently just read that someone got scammed out of $10,000. Because they thought the person they were contacting was some actor, Dacker, Dacre, Montgomery, whatever, wasn't. It was some famous uh, scammer. You know, he was in pretending to be this guy, and he contacts this lady who just lives in probably Iowa or something, and he's like, "Hey, I love you. You're beautiful." Can I have $10,000? So she texts the guy back and forth and then she divorces her husband to go meet the guy and give him ten dollars And I have zero empathy for the lady that she tried to cheat on her husband and give some new guy ten dollars It was probably both of their money and the guy was fake. So listen, you should not deceive people. You should not scam others. But the guy kind of just saved that husband of being in an unfaithful relationship for who knows how long. So you know what? I don't know. Maybe he's doing the Lord's work. So round of applause for the scammers, I think. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. But you know what? Sometimes you can use a bad thing to do a lot of good. And I don't have any proof of that. I'm just saying the words and you know, you can find your own examples in life as you may. But Yeah, I mean, how are you going to... What is the situation there And that you run into somebody? Maybe she contacted him because he's, like, working on the show. Like, hey, I love your work. And he's like, you're beautiful. She's like, oh, my gosh, you want $10,000? Like, but what is the conversation like? How does the guy just go, you know what? I know I'm making millions of dollars, but I just blew it all, and I need 10K so bad right now. Would that not just immediately skew your whole thing? Like, okay, well, you're awful at money you know so my perception of you is already it's messed up but sure ten thousand i don't even know how you fall for that you know so you gotta be bad at uh you know perceiving your surroundings and also you know she's she's an unfaithful wife in person so disrespect disrespect all around um from her to him and from me to her boom No, I shouldn't say that. I don't know what the situation is. Maybe the husband's bad and maybe that was a way out. But also, you got scammed. What are you going to do? Empathy, empathy, empathy. So anyways, guys, we have ourselves a delightful new question. So let's head into silly psychology. information with an imbecile. Or nope, that's the only kind of titles we have so far. So this question comes from a fellow listener named Zachariah. I hope I'm saying that right. You know, Zach Zachariah Zacharia Zuca Zach 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 Mac Zach I like nicknames. We're going to get there. Um, you know, I feel bad for pronouncing people's names wrong, but you shouldn't. You know, that's always a big debate I see online where Somebody says their name, you're like, that's that's so messed up. You know, the person's Chinese. Like, I don't know how to pronounce the letter X. It's on you to understand the grammar and the pronunciation of other languages and foreigners. Like, dude, I'm just making a guess. I'm just trying to address the person. It's not like the person goes, yeah, my name is this. And you go, yeah, whatever. Zachariah! You're Like, that's not what I said. That's disrespectful. But I feel like there's a weird twist where we just say it's disrespectful for not knowing. Not knowing is not disrespectful. Not knowing is awesome, okay? Because I think you're fine to just make all the mistakes you want. After you get corrected, put in a little effort. But in terms of just not knowing what you're doing, I think it's completely fine to miss the mark. Besides, I have people... Mispronounce my name all the time <laughs> in standard American English. They go Tristan, like with an E. Trust, trust, tru- trust, trust. No, Christian. I get that one a ton, dude. Christian. Hey, what what letters are you looking at? You know, again, if they were foreign or they didn't know the language, a little bit more forgiveness. And I still don't judge the people completely for what they're doing, but it's more so just a um, more of a reading error on their part. But it's fine. I just say it's. Tristan. Okay. Tristan. And say it with that same amount of sauce, dude. You can make a name sound great with just the smooth. Is it Trista, Tristan, Tristan? No, it's Tristan. Oh, yeah, dude. A good name when it just comes out right, man. Somebody like find your name and find somebody to say your name right. It sounds so good. Okay. Not because it's my name, but just find a name, your name, preferably, and have someone say but nice okay it's like putting butter on toast okay and I don't mean the smoothness of the butter but the way that the knife scrapes across the crust of the toast Tristan oh mm. it just sounds good dude there's something so pleasant about it I would argue that the sound not of my name but of toast <laughs> with the knife on a toast smearing the butter is a top five sound in the world okay I feel like that should be in therapy when you're, like, laying back and they're trying to diagnose your childhood problems. Like, hey, so where did it start? Do you have any problems with your father or your mother? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, things weren't that great <laughs> growing up. Um, dude, it's a pleasant sound, man. But anyways, that's how I like to feel. So if you want to say my name, give it some sauce, dude. Some Tristan. Oh, dude, I love it. I love it when I say it, man. People think I'm full of myself all the time, and it makes me mad. Okay, not because you're wrong. You're totally right, but I don't like that you figured me out so fast. Um, <laughs> anyways, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, we have a question from Zachariah, if that is how you say your name. Hey, love the podcast. Thank you, Zachariah. I'm already right. see, I even though I just said all I said, I still feel guilty and unsure of saying it wrong, just because I want you to feel important and I want you to feel like I know you so if i'm messing up i'm sorry but zachariah zach attack zacky um <laughs> love the podcast thank you not sure if you're doing questions anymore but i've got a question zach can i just say zach zachariah you know we'll figure it out together but i'm always taking questions this goes for everybody if you ever want to send a thing contact me at tristan sartorch o- i understand good luck guys all right there's the handle Figure it out, dude, at Tristan Sartoris on any social medias or at Podcast at gmail.com. I'm answering them all the time. Send them to me your life's biggest hurdles and questions, and I will respond thusly and probably go into a tangent about um, toast. But anyways, yes, I'm, I'm absolutely accepting questions, and I'm happy that you messaged me. So Zach says, since your newfound title as a fashionista... Hey, dude, what is this, man? I've never cared to uh, be recognized for my style, but something about that makes you feel good. You know, it's kind of that same toast feeling, you know. It's not a sound, but you give me the warm toast crumbles right now, Zach, 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 attack, Zach Zach, 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 man, Zach, woman, Zach. Um, <laughs> what is the best way to tuck in a shirt and keep it from becoming untucked? Thanks, Zach. And I'm saying thanks to you, Zach. I appreciate your questions. I thank you for writing to the show. And I thank you ahead of time for hopefully not judging me for probably getting your name wrong. Okay, look, I'm I'm good at saying a lot of things, but pronunciations and names and people and places and nouns and really most of the English alphabet, I'm not so hot on. But anyways, the best way to tuck your shirt in and keep it from being untucked. Now, I've got a couple ideas, okay? Now, this is just all off the dome, so take it with a lumping grain of BS. (laughs) Um, Number one, dude, the best way to keep your shirt tucked in is going to be the obvious answer. You have to get a tighter belt. Okay, and you have to freaking strap that thing down. All right, now tight, so tight that you're like restricting and all of the air gets puffed up. Dude, your chest gets so big, you'll feel like Johnny Bravo. Hoo, ha, hoo, man, I'm pretty. And you know what? It's going to be rough. You're probably going to lose the feeling in your legs and hopefully, you know, you maintain them. It's better than waking up like that. At least you know the cause. Um, but you know what? You got to suffer. You got to Suffer for beauty. That's what they say. Beauty suffering. You think women enjoy putting all the work that is makeup? Huh? I mean, I don't know if I've never actually asked. But I have to assume, because it takes time and effort, that it's not enjoyable. You think women like wearing high heels? Again, haven't asked. But probably not. They look uncomfortable. You have to put in work and suffering to, uh, to look a certain way. Um, unless you're like me and... <laughs> Your baseline is so far that putting in literally any effort at all, they go, wow, just freaking wow. You know, it's like the guy who just always shows up late, like hours and hours late. And then one family dinner, he shows up only 15 minutes after you've eaten. You're like, holy crap. He's here. It's the same day when we said we were going to meet and he's actually here. Um, So, you know what? (laughs) You have to, you know, you have to embrace the pain. And if you want to bring the game, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's just one of my ideas though. Second, I would say, listen, this one's going to cost money, but you get a tuck guy. Okay. <laughs> now a tuck guy is basically someone who follows you around kind of like an entourage, but you know, he's more just there too. Anytime the back of the shirt comes untucked, he goes, Hey, tuck, 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 tucks it right back in. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm having a memory of my father. Anytime we went somewhere, church or family gathering where we were supposed to have just nice presentable clothes on, that our shirts would always become untucked. And my dad would grab me, by the way. Get in the air, dude. Because, you know, the name of the game was always looking shark. And that was how I said sharp. And if you want to look shark, dude... You need to get a tuck guy. It's kind of like a father figure, but hopefully they doesn't do it as aggressive in the middle of the surface. And you're like, open the eye of my heart. What the frick is going on, dude? It's like just getting grabbed by a storm. And then all of a sudden you look pretty presentable. But yeah. <laughs> dude, I forgot my dad used to do that. Dude. That's what you need. You just need a tuck guy. He's following you around and saying, Who is that guy? It's a tuck guy. What do you mean he's a tuck guy? Check this out. Raise your arms up, shirt comes on down. He goes, Quick little gopher. Bleh. Holy crap. Shows off the demonstration. Tuck guy. Boom. Dude, I mean, get your money's worth. I would constantly be untucking my shirt. Just like, hey, tuck guy. It'd be sweet. Um, anyways, that's going to cost you a pretty penny. I don't know where you can find said tuck guy either. I would check Fiverr. <laughs> freelance. Do I do freelance tucking if anybody needs? You know, I kind of just, I'll follow you around for the day. You're at Dairy Queen. And all of a sudden, you want to look good. I mean... Some people might not want you to be there. Maybe you're on a date and you're like, I just don't want the tuck guy to be there. You know, third wheel, you know what I'm saying? You're like, dude, I'll hide in the bushes, you know, like a surprise tuck, you know, and get back out. (laughs) Um, So there's a couple ideas. My next one and this one, (laughs) I would say the genuine best way to do this is to (laughs) sew your shirt to your underwear. Okay, and kind of create a little bit of a one piece bathing suit, but out of your dress shirt, because if it's if it's down, dude, there's no there's nowhere to go up. That thing stays locked in. You just lock that thing right down to your tidy whities and you're safe to go. You know, now, if you raise your arms up, you might get a little bit of a wedgie, but check the previous episodes. We have ways to deal with that. (laughs) Maybe you go a little bit further. Maybe the underwear is problematic and you need to extend it. You go straight pants. Dude, if you go footy pajamas, okay, imagine you have your shirt, and it's just a whole, it's a onesie. You've got a shirt onesie just to make sure you don't get tucked, and you go this, and you see your whole body compressing into it. Imagine you go to the pool, right? You're in the the men's locker room, dude, and you're getting undressed to go swimming, yeah? And, And you take off your jeans, and all of a sudden, you're in a freaking what looks like a rabbit onesie, just a white dude. Is that guy wearing footy pajamas, dude? What a ridiculous concept. Um, but anyways, super effective, but you will be made fun of for life. That is funny. I would love that. Somebody please invent shirt onesies. You just you just click on. You can customize with any kind of shirt, and it's like a strap, it's a lock on to your little footy pajamas. And every single thing you wear for you can't wear shorts anymore because like what is that <laughs> There's i'm picturing it for some reason that it's it's rabbit legs so even though it should be just a regular onesie i'm seeing fur <laughs> fur patterns but it's so stupid man but if you want to deal with tucking your shirt in and you again is it gonna get hot are you gonna be embarrassed sure but if you are not going to be suffering For your beauty. For your attire. Do you even want it? Zachariah? Zach? Ariah? Raya? Raya? Big Rye? Rye Rye? Um, hope you love all these nicknames. (laughs) So, anyways, I hope that helps. If you're trying to keep your shirt tucked in, employ any one of these tactics and please report back to me. And also just go with the third one. Zachariah, again, I appreciate you writing into the show. I hope these answers are somewhere in the ballpark of what you're looking for. I don't know. Okay. If you want an actual simple and real answer, just wear a longer shirt. That way there's less slack, but that's not as funny, (laughs) (laughs) but I do really appreciate you writing into the show and have a Oh wait, he says, thanks Zach. I read that part. So of course Zach is fine. I went through that whole spiel. All right, now, if you can't pronounce Z-A-K properly, then there really is no hope for you. But I went through all of that without actually processing the note at hand. That's on me, but hopefully, you know, we got a lot of theories on toast out of that. Um, So anyways, again, Zach, thank you so much. I hope that helps. Um, What else is going on, dude? Oh, you know what? My cousin, okay, who designed the sound and the audio for this show, right? You like the intro, huh? You like the Interesting Thoughts intro, huh? Okay, if, do you like a new outro that you are gonna be coming soon, huh? Okay, he has started a new business called Toon Burger because they're putting the flavor back in music. I don't remember what the actual slogan is. It's Tasty Beats, you know? Can I get a number three with an arpeggio? <laughs> um, Something like that, but it's clever and it's delicious. But, yeah, so basically the whole business is kind of wrapped around mantras. You know, you have a saying, a sentence, something you use in your day-to-day to kind of uplift and, and, and keep going, inspire, basically. So find out what that is, and then you give that to him, and he will develop basically a personal theme song for you. And it sounds great, he's talented beyond measure, <laughs> a musical measure, um, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really clever. It's really cool. So if you like the music we do here, just imagine what they can do with your stuff. Okay. So I actually just gave him my a recent mantra that I've kind of developed is I've kind of looked at my life as if it's a sitcom. All right. So I I kind of look at the ups and downs like the the peaks and valleys of a storyline. You know. Okay. We gotta have a, a a tragedy here so we can build towards the climax. And I. Look at that in the good and the bad and also addressing just day to day. You know, maybe you're in the life like, I don't want to have a filler episode here. I want to have a big episode. and Let's build towards the season finale. And then you wrap around and you're in the new premiere and you meet new cast and new characters. And, you know, so I, I try to live life like it's episode to episode. And because I listen to so much cartoon music. It actually applies really well. So I might be driving home feeling pathetic because a cop pulled me over with my shirt undone, but I'm driving. That's all, folks. So I don't feel so bad about it because the closing music hits in. No matter how bad your life was, you know, imagine you're actually in the middle of the woods and someone keeps saying dark season and eventually someone shoots you in the face. That's a rough day, right? But then that's all, folks. Can you think Daffy Duck's worrying about it? The episode's over. Good music hits and good times present itself. So, you know, if you're facing some struggles in life and you keep (laughs) waking up in the middle of the night with dead limbs, um, play some cartoon music and look at it as just a fun, silly or hard thing in your episode of life and you know what proceed through the episode because you never know you know sometimes there's some lows in the season but then you build up like oh this is what that was for you know like little stupid details hints it's all foreshadowing so maybe you feel like you're being ripped off maybe money's tight maybe you're having relationship troubles no matter what hard adversity you're going through. Look at it as just foreshadowing because something great, you know, you have a plan, you have a story arc to play through. Okay. So keep playing it out. And, uh, today's just a new episode. So keep going at it, man. I'm so inspiring for no reason, but, (laughs) um, I think that's all I have to talk about today, guys. I love you so much. Um, the link for his business will be in the description And check that out because he makes some fantastic stuff. And you know what? I love you guys so much. Please keep contacting the show. Submit your questions and sleep well, preferably not on any of your limbs. And remember to button your shirts up before you leave the house because that is key, I've heard, to a good time. You know, like... Getting pulled over is one thing, but getting pulled over and then being embarrassed after the fact is a whole other animal that, trust me, you don't want to deal with. But you know what? Today's a new episode. So, guys, thank you so much. I will see you in the next one, in the next episode. And peace!